The Memories with My Father project is dedicated to the life of David Richens Roberry and is given to him by all his children to celebrate his 70th birthday. We hope the capturing of some of the cherished, funny, and supportive memories of our father will bring joy not only to him, but to all who listen and inspire others to capture the important memories before they're gone. Please enjoy the fifth episode in this series featuring Chantelle Roberry Pallet, Reliving Memories with Her Dad. Hello there, Dad. This is Brandon. I am here with Chantel Roberry Pallet. Chantel, where do we catch you today? Um, in the sunny Las Vegas. Sunny Las Vegas. Hmm. In the at your home? At my home, sitting on my bed. Sitting on your because bed. very nice. Because well, I can. This is important <laughs> for posterity's sake. I mean, when the great grandchildren listen to this in a hundred years, they need to know. They need um, to know <laughs> what we what we had. Chantel sat on their bed a lot. Chantel <laughs> sat on her bed. That could be uh, yeah, it's like one of those scriptures anyway. All right, um, it is very comfortable, so I'll take it. This is the, <clears throat> of course, fifth episode in the uh, in the dedication to Dad's seventieth birthday. Uh, here with Chantel, and we're just gonna we're just gonna have a little conversation and see where it takes us. See what down memory lane for Dad, and I hope he enjoys it. So <laughs> the first thing I wanted to do is I, I'm I'm really interested in Chantel. What your what your earliest memory is? Do you have any flashes of memory? Like the, you're you're almost not even sure if it is a memory, but you think it is. So young, and did any of them include your dad? Um, some of my earliest memories, I remember lighting fireworks outside of Grandma and Grandpa Roberry's house. Really, so I'm pretty sure Dad Dad was there. Wow. Um, so this is in Idaho but, Falls. This is in Idaho Falls. Um, I actually remember a lot. I have memories of Grandpa Max. Um, Holy so quite cow. a few. Maybe because he was I was four when he died yeah. um but I remember uh, because sometimes mom would do preschool and if I had already done the thing like go to the airport um I would actually go because we'd all go to grandpa Max's house and she'd have him talk to the preschoolers about planes or what something I don't remember that um but if I'd already gone then I would just stay with grandpa hey cool Hang out. So, and I remember Grandpa Max telling me where, like, their Tic Tacs were hidden. If Grandma was being a little boring or something, and <laughs> nice. he would tell me stuff like that. So, and I remember once going with Mom and Dad. I don't know how old I would have been. I'm pretty. I'm some of this. I'm not a hundred percent sure how accurate it is. In yeah. my head, we were driving in Grandma and Grandpa's car to oh. like one of. CES, you know, the little retreats they did or something, like you'd go off yeah. once a summer, yeah, yeah, things yeah. like that. And I'm pretty sure dad went water skiing oh. <laughs> wherever we went. But I remember probably because it was just me and them. I'm assuming everybody else was in school or something. But um, <laughs> anyway, I remember that. I have pictures, you know, like of pictures of me and dad taking a nap together, but I'm not sure I remember that. Right. Or if, and I remember dad carrying me on his shoulders. Okay. Like through like, like we're on a hike or something like that. Probably. Cause you were so tired. I'm Cause sure. I was. <laughs> oh, you had walked I for so long. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure he wanted to carry me. So 
You're probably right. You're probably right because that's his little girl. That was something else. Well, so let's just go with that. What um, do you have any uh, interesting memories of vacations or camping or outings or things that we that we did together? Well, I probably my most vivid campingy type one would be. Was there like a fish lake in Colorado or some? There's some place you could go camp around a lake. I don't even remember where it was, but it wasn't that far from our home in Aurora. Okay. Um, you know, far enough. I remember, I remember it being like, you know, 30 plus minutes. And we yeah. had that pop-up, we had the pop-up tent trailer. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, so we were there and I don't, I wasn't very old, but I, I was probably like seven or something. Um, but I put my hands on top of the Coleman lantern Ow. to warm them up. <laughs> ah, and did it did it do a good job of warming yeah, them up? It did it. It warmed them up great, um, and it also made my hands go into blisters all over the place. Obviously, oh. it was so hot. Um, and we d- we had some stuff, but nothing to take care of something that dramatic. I guess. So Dad actually drove me home. Oh. Uh, and we put like vitamin E and stuff all over my hands. And I'm pretty oh. sure we watched like an episode of MASH. <laughs> Dad would randomly Dad would randomly watch that when we were all asleep. So pretty sure we watched an episode of MASH. And then I think we went back. Oh, okay. So yeah, it must have been know. really close. I don't know. I think we did Malaluka on my hands too. But that anyway. That makes sense. Or just d- Duncan and Duncan and Tea Trio, because that fixes everything. Yeah. that's right swallow that stuff it'll be amazing Um, so that's my most vivid camping memory probably because it was involved with pain but do you uh, have any do you have any memories of the back east trip yes i was pretty old you must remember you went on the back i wouldn't say old but you know it was 1988 so okay so 1988 i was probably 11 i mean Mm -hmm. it was at least when we went um so i have quite a lot of memories of it i remember swimming in the ocean with stingrays and i got stung but not near as bad obviously as you and michael oh you mean Uh, jelly jellyfish yeah jellyfish that's what i mean yep and jellyfish uh i remember justin i think he puked up whole macaroni and cheese yeah i believe it was either that or rice or something yes Yes, and i just remember thinking why didn't he chew his food because they were so (laughs) Full-blown pieces. Is that normal? We don't know. But was that at Jamestown? I think it was at yes, Jamestown. Yes, we were over over this little bridge. Yeah, we that's a bridge. <laughs> um, I remember were we in New York or Chicago or something where like the they just let all the crazies out of the asylum, so there was yes. all these. And some guy had a knife and was coming at Michael, and Dad was ready to defend us with his clipboard. Yes, indeed. That was New York City. Yeah. His, his clipboard itinerary. I remember how all the people oh. would just when we're in restaurants and stuff. Like one lady's offering mom clothes. Pretty sure she offered to watch us because they were just thought it was so strange to see such a big family yeah, in the middle of this. Um, <laughs> so they would just try to give us stuff, which was nice, um, I guess. <laughs> I remember we stayed in a campground outside of the city, so we had to get back to like the train or the bus at a certain on time. And I just remember getting back one night was a little sketchy. Like we had to go through a pretty sketchy place because 
Oh, you remember that spot? Yeah. Um, and I remember that. Huh. I remember being at the fair. Was it at the World's Fair in Chicago? And mom and dad, I'm pretty sure they thought they were buying us Calzones. Hey, I remember we all, that too. Yeah. But really cannolis and they were very small <laughs> and sweet which i think they're good i still like cannolis today but that's funny i have that same memory and they were they were yeah they they weren't at all what they thought they were but you know whatever. <laughs> I'm disappointed because we were trying to feed lots of people <laughs> um so i remember that i'm pretty sure um i remember i stayed awake for most of the time. i do not know why i was proud of this hmm but I stayed awake with dad while he was driving and I would sit on, you know, there wasn't a seat in between the captain's chairs in the front. There was just kind of this, I'll That's call it, a, <laughs> like it, but it was kind of raised a little bit. Yeah, right. Sure. I would just sit there and like look at the map and talk to dad. And then if the bed above his head was down, his neck would get squished. Right. You yeah. know, because he not like fully extended up anymore. Um Pretty sure you drove for part of that trip. Not not me. It was Michael. Michael, I was gonna say I remember somebody driving, and that's when I remember I did fall asleep. And I guess we ended up getting there a little faster than we perhaps should have, based on the speed perhaps. of the Winnebago. Perhaps I don't think he drove much. Dad did almost all the driving, but uh, yeah. Michael did a little. I was I was only fourteen. Okay. So, so that, yeah. I remember most of that. I mean, I remember some museums and monuments and stuff like that, but those are most of the things I remember. I remember Christy being in a little stroller, and then we, like, washed her bunny or something <laughs> like that, and then mom dried it. Do you remember that? And it shrunk all the and hair. It shrunk so it was all the hair. Yeah. It's no not longer fluffy very anymore. Sad. And it's not fluffy. It was very sad. So That's all right. It works. So what, what, do you, what do you miss about those old days with Dad? Um, well, one is just, I guess, just being around him in that capacity was nice. Like, he was always a very positive influence in my life. Um, you know, kind of kept things normal and like, sure, we can do this. Whether that's really true or not, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's I don't, different. I don't know. <laughs> he was uh, a positive and pretty fun influence in my life, so I'm. I've always been grateful for that. Yeah, that's awesome. Very cool. Um, what, uh, well, so let's see. It's dad's 70th birthday. It is. Um, when dad was your age, let's see, how old are you now? I am 40. 40. So when dad was 40. Yep. How old were you? When dad was 40, I was 10. Dad and I are 30 years apart. Exactly 30 years apart. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Grandpa Max and Dad are 30 years apart. Whoa. See? Yeah. We, we got that whole stuff. And we're pretty sure we were all born in the same hospital, and me and Dad were probably born in the same room. Oh. Wow. Hmm, the hospital is now a steak center, so. Pretty sure they, they hollowed it. That's how we like to remember it. They didn't tear it down. <laughs> <laughs> Only for because the grave. Yeah. I'm getting a little strangeness with your... Mike, I'm not sure if it just keeps moving or what, but we'll keep going and I'll let you know if it does it again. I can try it too. I don't, I don't really know how it works. So it's, it's okay. We'll do it again. Otherwise, we'll just have you take it out and you can talk right into the phone like a normal phone. That works too. Okay. 
All good. Uh, let's see. What would be um, interesting here? What, what, so when uh, did Dad ever cook anything good? Oh, wait. I have to tell you because I have a memory of Dad as my age. Oh, you do? I'm okay. Like, Give it to me. I'm going to tell you. Yes. Um, because I, that was the only thing weird to me about turning 40 is that I, like, I remembered Dad's 40th birthday party. Oh, you do? I'm okay. Really well, like I remember people who showed up. I remember the presents that he got. I remember how mom decorated. Wow! Uh, with all the R.I.P. signs, uh-huh. <laughs> like black balloons. Black balloons. Yeah. brought him this like dinosaur bone thing that you put together, and then you could like wind it up. <laughs> the dinosaur would move. Um. Anyway, so I thought that was one of the weirdest things. Is I, is I most definitely remember him. Huh. At my age. Like, I remember things he did. I remember, you know what I mean? Stuff like that, so. Right. And it's funny to think now you can look at your own children and go, oh, are they going to have memories of me when I was 40? You're like, whoa. (laughs) That's crazy. Why don't we try? Yeah, let's try it without the headphones. Okay. Okay. Is that better? Yeah, just talking to it like a phone. I think that's going to be it does have a little button I could have pushed. I don't know if that's better or worse. I don't know. No, you sound really good now. So that's all okay. good. It just kept going in and out. That's that's interesting. You have such a vivid memories of his 40th birthday. Because, uh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> it's like I blocked it up. I mean, I know, I know he turned 40. I, I think I remember some black balloons and stuff, but I, you know, it wasn't a pivotal point or whatever. I guess I was a little older. That's fine. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Cool. What's odd? I don't know if this is true, but I kind of think it was Kemp. Was it Kemp Johnson? Is that the dad's name? I think Kemp so. Yeah. Johnson gave him the dinosaur. Oh. I'm not 100% sure on that, but that is hmm. how I remember it. So we'll run with that. So, so we'll go with that. Yes. Lock solid memory. Hmm. That's right. Do you have any memories of dad and food? Dad and food. Or like oh. cooking anything or. What I I wrote down for that one, I wrote down, is this a trick question? Like, is is there some culinary skills I should know about? I obviously remember tomato soup made with milk because that's what what made it special. Mm, Whenever he cooked stuff. I believe he could if he really tried. I think there's a lack of effort there on his part. And maybe an apathy towards, towards gaining more. The skills in that variety. I see. I that being said, he made something, he would eat it. Like he they went through this phase a couple of years ago where he was trying to make like healthy prostate stuff. Okay. And he'd yeah. put like raw onions and stuff in these smoothies he'd make. Wow. They were awful. Like I would not have drunk that. <laughs> made it and he drank it. And you know what did. I mean? He would took it down. It didn't matter. Yeah. Iron stomach. So as long as it doesn't have olives or marshmallows, it's good. I think the only, uh, my only memory, well, not only, but he made, he made his signature dish of spotted pup, of course. Oh, true. <laughs> I guess I'd have never really considered that food, so I blocked yeah. it out. But. <laughs> it's, it's kind of an easy one, right? <laughs> yeah. Boiling oats. Okay. I did feel like the raisins added something, though. Oh, and I, I like absolutely. That they, yeah. I like that they were juicy raisins. Yeah, they plumped up. Right. So once Grandma Artel got a box of raisin bran, and the raisins, yeah. she felt too hard. 
and I think it must have been me and Justin who were there or something. So she emptied it, took out all the raisins, boiled them, <laughs> dried them, and put them back in. You what? <laughs> there was no returning the box. Did, <laughs> like did you was. did you eat it later? Like did they stay plump? <laughs> Well, it's like I think she's still dried it a little bit. I don't remember. I just remember her boiling these raisins because they were too hard to eat. Wow. That's funny. Do you have any uh, favorite dad quotes or or mannerisms or anything like that? Um, I don't know. Things he would say over and over again. (laughs) Well, like love your bones is obviously a classic. It's it's a classic. Yeah. Classic. That's the only one I can think of right now, though. Okay. I'm sure there's others. Yeah, there are. There's, you know, they'll bless your heart and stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> which just keeps going, which apparently I was described described to me that in the South, that means something different than in the North. So okay. We won't go there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. Well, uh, the chubby state or something? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it just means that, let's just say they don't think you're too bright. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, oh, I see. Hmm. That's all you got going. For. Yeah, that is funny. Well, did uh, did Dad ever use? So I know with us, he Dad would sometimes when I was little use us as object lessons in seminary. Oh, true. See, so I think that Dad did use me as an object lesson. I'm pretty sure because people have told me stories they knew. Uh-huh. about me the thing i do remember from those is if i was there he'd usually make me come up and say something right yeah. that's what i remember so okay. but i did think it did make me feel like i mean i guess some people would have been freaked out or something but we of course grew up with doing that yeah being normal so it was just normal and it always made me feel like he cared about what i thought so i kind of was always ready like I was always ready with the thought because yeah, if, if you're going with dad to a meeting, you got to be prepared. <laughs> ready with my thoughts, you know, like at Justin's, was it his farewell or his homecoming? I guess when dad was up there, cause I think you guys all spoke and then dad called me up to speak. Cause <laughs> of like, course I should. Do it too. That's right. <laughs> um, or just different. I've been at priesthood meetings where he's, you know, called me up to do something. say things before, which nice. is, yeah. Yeah. Like what I had to say was important. Whether it really was or not, I'm not sure, but it made me feel that way. So, oh, well, that's cool. That's cool. Now, um, mom and dad came to pick you up on your mission. Yes, they did. They did. They did. Do you have any yeah. memories of uh, of them I mean, coming I mean, to pick you up? Mine wasn't wasn't as hard of a place to come pick pick me up. I feel like maybe they'd even been there before, but maybe they hadn't. I don't remember. Um, oh, their mom definitely had because Ryan was already there. Um, they could at least speak yeah. the language. So, but they were obviously very kind to the people, which is good, you know, and were willing to go anywhere. Uh, the biggest issue, of course, was dad's driving because he, <laughs> oh, really? Not, I guess he's been there. He had not driven on the other side. Oh, before. You know, he's always willing to do it and give it a try. And I kept telling him, I said, you know, I've been driving here, I'm willing. <laughs> I'm willing. <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he keep saying no, and so I'd just keep chanting that the middle was our friend because he'd get awfully close to the other side <laughs> until finally he broke down and put me on the put me on the plan, whatever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I think I drove us around after that. So because I really did have a British license, like I, like I legitimately had to take classes. 
really? and practice. Oh, I could I could go through my weird little lanes and stuff like that. No okay. problem. Once he once he let go, it was better. It was better. But until huh. then, the middle was my friend. Like you just stick to that middle road. Middle road, Dad. That's funny. Having so. spent the whole summer in England this summer, I, I can appreciate that. But I don't think I don't think it's that hard actually. It's just yeah, it's whatever. Not, I know. Both me and John Phil. If you are on a normal road with cars, you're pretty good. Yeah. Right. When you are in trouble is when there's nobody else on the road. You come to a junction that doesn't have like clear markings. So right, a lot of there. mine more like country lanes and stuff like that. So it's not uh, freeway. You're not on anything like that. So you've got to like, you've got to know where to go. And since we already feel a sense to go the other way, yeah, kind of gets a bit sketchy. That's but, cool. but it was good. And we actually visited some church history sites on my mission too so we visited my mission then went over to like gadfield elm and those places and where the roeberries and heaps came from which was cool to do that and then um went down and picked up ryan which was also cool um because it was actually one nice part about my mission is ryan's mail would get to me in like a day (laughs) sweet he was pretty sad at the time he'd write me letters a lot which I always liked. Yeah, he was, uh, oh God, it was, that, it was that time period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was in England at the same time. And so anyway, it was just really nice because, you know, everybody else would take two to three weeks and, you know, it wasn't the email and stuff you, you have today. But Ryan's would just, you know, show up right away. So that was pop up cool. in, the, in the Royal Post. Yeah. In the Royal Post. So anyway, wow. that was pretty cool we went and picked up Brian and got to go around his stuff too. So I got a I got an extended, an extended tour of England. And then I think we were walking downtown in London, and some guy just came up and punched me in the arm. Really? Oh. My mom like punched me in the arm until like there was a bruise there, <laughs> and Dad was going to go chase him down or something yeah, like right. that. It's okay, Dad. He we're just, just going to go on. He was just the crazy. Well, maybe crazy. I did have my badge on, okay. too. You know, right. and that there's people still, over there who don't. He's still crazy, but okay. Yeah, still crazy. <laughs> don't really punch random people. Crazy with a purpose, apparently. Crazy, punch, yeah. punching. The, he's the missionary puncher in that mission, perhaps. Mm. <laughs> perhaps. We had, a, we had a spitter on my mission, so he'd, he'd, oh, come, okay. listen. he'd come. See, we had lots of thir- like 13-year-old boys who liked to torment us. That was okay. more of... Like we got bottles and stuff thrown at us. Oh. Like thirteen-year-old English boys don't tend to be <laughs> courteous. <laughs> mm. Shall we say? Hmm. Yeah, that's what we'll say. <laughs> that's so. fine. All right. Well, let's, yeah. so, so let's skip forward. Let's go to let's go to the wedding. Let's go to marriage sealing stuff. You and John. Any uh, interesting memories around you and John? Like, did you get the, the did John get the talk? When did mom and dad meet you guys? I- even think he did oh what this is outrageous. we never got like a full-blown like sit down none of that see i don't know i don't know if it's because i was number five and they were talked out you yes, know, like, they they were gonna gonna i don't know i'm pretty sure i didn't get that but one, you guys so. i mean you were in provo right this is when this yep. okay. we were in provo with mom they'd met john before we were actually even dating because a 
I taught at the MTC and a bunch of people I taught with, we all came down like at the end of spring term or something. So we all came to Las Vegas and stayed at our house. So John was with our friends, uh, Lee from Scotland, a couple of different people came down and some of my friends that were girls too. And we came and went to like a buffet and, you know, did the Bellagio and the Luxor and stuff that was cool back then. So they met John then. I think dad had a feeling then that John and I would work out well, Uh but we were actually dating. I didn't even like John until we went on that trip, so. Oh, there you well, go. Let's see, there you go. Okay, so you didn't get the talk and stuff, but you got engaged. Anything around the wedding? Like, so I, I, as you remember, I was not able to come to your wedding because we were we having try. we were having a child <laughs> literally the same day. So that's um, true. That's true. Um, well, I remember one thing Dad thought was it was different is because Dad walked me down the aisle. Oh, because right. in you English, do the civil. Yeah, we got married civilly first, and the guy who played the organ is like a phenomenal organist. But he would—he was an organ player on like cruise ships and stuff like that. <laughs> he had a flair for the dramatic, so I'm pretty sure we came into like the royal music. Like it was—it wasn't like a church hymn. This was like wow. cool. Um, and dad, but dad was surprised at how emotional he got walking me down because he'd never done anything like that. Before. All right. Okay. So it made him cry. Hmm. Uh, anyway, but it was I, the wedding was really nice, and since I so many people helped with it, um, it was pretty cool. And mom and dad got to stay with people they'd met on my mission. Um, That's pretty awesome. Because they put us up and kind of did everything. The only thing it's like I regret is that I never got to do a dance with dad. Oh, which is what I would have wanted to do the most. And I should have like been more vocal and made it happen. Yeah. Sure. You know, but at the time, it's like you're just trying to like get things done and there you get married in the morning and then there's like a luncheon type thing. And then you go to the temple at night. <coughs> oh really? Okay. So the reception thing is, you don't really do that. It's in the middle. Oh, we'll that's say that. The luncheon that you're talking yeah, about. So- um, yeah, so a lot of times people in England don't have, they don't have receptions like we do necessarily. They'll have, and they tend to have smaller weddings. We didn't have a smaller one. I just invited everybody and we just had, it was a big luncheon slash that'd be reception. Like that's where people have the cake that for people do a toast. Um, so it's kind of like the reception and a lunch all in one. So it goes on for like a couple of hours, you know, okay. people come say hi to you and, um, whatever they do pictures as people are walking in which is pretty cool so i have pictures of like everybody who showed up to the wow. wedding that's really picture cool. um and that was my my ward mission leader from huddersfield took all the pictures um yeah so it's like a little different but still kind of the same so it's like you eat food and have a reception and then basically a small group usually leave to go to the temple because obviously most people can't go and they're not always invited to go. So, yeah, sure. That makes sense. Huh. Oh. That's interesting, neat, and stuff I, you know, I didn't know. Luckily, I was able to come back when you guys came That's back right. across the pond. But, um, hmm. Plus we got Sasha too. See, so we got a bonus. 
she brought Sasha to our reception. I, I brought Sasha to your reception. Oh, that's right. I did. And I threw out my back at your reception. So that was great, too. Anyway, this isn't about me, though. That was, that was, that's another memory with Dad, though, because he helped me basically make my way to the floor. And I stayed on the floor all day because I couldn't get up. That was yeah. crazy. Crazy. Craziness. Anyway, moving on from there. Uh, what about other, like, holidays or family gatherings or anything else as a kid? Do you have any distinct memories of that? Um, well, I think, I'm assuming most people have said this one, but I, I think, um, like, carol singing at Christmas time um, was always a good one. What's funny is I liked the singing, like, it's good, but I also just liked being in other people's houses. Um, oh, okay. Because I remember going to Dan, what's, I don't know his last name. Dan who? Your friend. Oh, Dan Hogan. Uh, Dan Hogan. I remember being in Dan Hogan's house because yeah. we would go sing to his family. Yes. And, and, they, and they would give us amazing uh, treats. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the Hogans were awesome. Yeah. yeah, so it's like you'd meet other people and it's like a little bit different away. Or even here, you know, and I wasn't here for that long, but I really loved going to the Wiley's house because they were the ones who were always excited to see us and would invite us in. Oh, that's cool. We'd, you know, eat their treats or something. Maybe it's about food, not people. I don't know. But <laughs> getting, you know, I liked choosing, and obviously, maybe it would go on a little long or things like that. But I always enjoyed that part of. You uh, did. I like Carolyn too. Yeah, I think yeah. that was that was really fun. And no, all the others haven't mentioned it, so this will be a good unique okay, memory. There you go. Good. Hmm. Um, and I just like that we could pick our own people too because i i liked knowing who your guys's friends were or you know their yeah parents. i remember it being a fairly because we we could only pick a few right it's not like we can go right. visit everybody but um, so everybody had to like to pick one or two i don't even remember right if it was and then we'd have to go to you know whoever dad was home teaching or something at the time and and the That's bishop right. and other people so it's it's, like knows house um like i don't know exactly i don't even remember who dad was home taught but there were the people we kind of always went to. Um, yeah. And I liked it. I liked and then our friends, stuff. whether they were whether they're members or not. So, yeah, that was cool. And that's where you'd always go to Dan's house because Dan's my buddy. That's right. Because yeah, that's how it is. Hmm. So um, how do you think, uh, as you've grown up, um, do you think Dad has changed at all since he's – gotten older you have any memories that are different than that you know now that you're an adult and he's you know an adult I well it's kind of an interesting idea because it's like does he change or do we change and I think both of those are true you know so maybe his uh all-knowingness has shifted a bit as I've gotten older you know where you're younger and think he knows mostly all the right things to do right yeah and you realize, like, he's just doing things the way he thinks they need to be done. And not all of those I have to agree with, which doesn't make it bad that he does that. You know what I mean? But that's an interesting shift. That is an interesting shift, I think. Um, and you kind of come to those realizations. I think you go through a period as a teenager where you don't think they know everything but then it kind of like comes back around a little bit and then it kind of shifts uh-huh. again gotcha. um so yeah but not bad it's like you just 
learn to love people for who they sure. are and appreciate the things that they always brought to the table. And I always felt like dad always tried hard, whether it's the way I wanted to live my life or not, it doesn't even matter. Like he always tried hard to live according to what he felt was, was the right thing. That's cool. Did dad do anything in particular that you really loved? Uh, well, there's a couple of things I kind of had made little memory notes down when I was getting ready for this. And one thing, um, I think at some points it was a little weird, but I also really liked it is that dad would always hold my hand. Oh, really? Okay. Um, when I was little, but I'm talking, me and dad went to, when I was, uh, I think I was 18. It was after my freshman year. We, um, I was here working for the summer and dad got invited back to this like STD conference back in uh, Washington, D.C. STD conference? Um, wow. Well, that's what we were talking yeah. about. So it was probably something yeah. else, like about Teen how pregnancy to. pregnancy or something, maybe. Right. But what I remember, he invited me to come with him if I wanted to. Oh. And we were also going to visit some of the people he was interviewing for his PhD. Yeah. Like he was going to say hi to them. Toss the golf ball up in the air and then you catch it as it's coming down like fast, like with your hand down, basically try to snatch it out of the air. Okay. So we would have golf ball throwing competition sometimes. Okay. So I don't remember this. Um, yeah. when, when did this happen? How old were you? I was like a teenager. Okay. I, mean, I was old. You were also, old. We'd also pinch each other under the arm where it really hurts. Oh. That's that's great. Yeah, mm. I don't know. So but he let me do it him, and I guess he'd do it back to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd come, and this is in Colorado still. I think I would like to watch. I liked the show Head of the Class. Okay, yeah. You remember that one? I remember Head uh, of the Class. Okay, and he would come in. It's like he'd be home from work. I must have been allowed to watch my show at that time. It was like five or o'clock or something. If yeah. My stuff was done or whatever, and you know. Being a parent now, I can see it being nice to just go be alone for a bit. Always come lay on the beanbag and watch, and watch my show with me. Watch head of the class, yes. Head of the class. Did he ever? Did he ever suffer through Copacabana with you? You know what's funny is I'm not sure we watched that with Dad. I'm pretty <laughs> sure we did movie nights when he was gone. This is I don't know, but I know you did. So I know I had you. to. Yes, I was like, oh, That's good. And Little Mermaid with yeah. Little Mermaid with Janae. I was like, oh goodness. Oh, yeah. Another one. Not again. More dingle hoppers. I just can't handle it. <laughs> oh, that's okay. cool. Has he had any uh an influence on your kids? Uh I asked them this. Evan they, they responded that he taught them how to power nap. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay. He does this thing where he lays down and he folds his arms, and they're like, and he's asleep in like one minute. Oh, he's really good. He's yeah, asleep. right on the floor, yeah, too. Yeah, he sleeps for like ten minutes, and then he wakes up again. Um, and they said that he taught them that he loves the gospel, and that he always makes up interesting things when they're at his house. Like, he makes them look in the friend and find ways that it applies to their life. But <laughs> That's other, great. There's stuff like that, so... Those are most of them. I did spring it on them, so they have not had a chance to think about them. But those were right. the things that come to mind are the best because that's yeah. A, yeah, huh? That's pretty cool. At least he's engaged and doing stuff with their lives. You know, that's pretty neat. Are there any um, 
What's the most important thing dad's taught you? Whether that be like actually, you know, sitting down in family home evening and teaching something or just by example. Well, I think one thing I've gained from him and maybe was part of, you know, kind of who I was anyway, but um, was I have a fairly positive outlook on life. And I always felt like dad had that too, or that I learned that from him. But things weren't that, you know what I mean? Things were always okay or that. Um, it was always fairly level-headed at a crisis situation mm. as well. And I I am like that too, you know? So I, I'm sure watching that. Do you remember when our car broke down in St. George, the van? When... I actually did it more than once. And one time it was nighttime and we were like not very close. So we had to like kind of wander on the side of the road for a little bit. And to get back to something. Anyway, I just remember mom kind of, she was Freaking like just out. squealing about every, she was like, oh, yeah, oh, you know. Yeah, and dad <laughs> was, like, dad was not. It's fine, just keep walking. Just I don't keep know. going. But I mean, always kind of been that level. Yeah, the, I think I don't think I must have been there because the only time we broke down in St. George is when I was driving the truck from Denver to Vegas without Dad, because Dad was uh, okay. gone to Canada oh, for yeah, some conference. Yeah, this is a, it. Must have been a different trip. I actually think maybe we went up to go see you leave the MTC. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It might have been that because we actually broke down twice and it had to get, go back to the same place because it was overheating which is probably why I remember yeah. it. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that would have been just a few months later than what I was yeah. just talking about. So. No, it was, not, it was not very long after we moved. Oh, so. St. George, we thank you for the breaking down skills that you have. That's right. That's Many right. Roberry trips um, up through Utah. Huh. No, I think that's the thing I appreciate the most, just that, you know, life overall is a good thing, even though there's hard patches or hard things, um, you know? Yeah, I do. Having a positive out attitude is always makes it a little bit better instead of worse, so. Nice. Yeah, not bad. Well, this, uh, this whole thing, of course, is dedicated to Dad's 70th birthday. Um, right. And uh, probably time to wrap it up, but is there anything uh, last you'd like to say to Dad for his happy 70th birthday? Um, first of all, happy 70th birthday. We can say that as many times as we want. Um, and just that I love it, and um, it's nice to be able to live close enough to see him a little bit more. And that's been fun, and I, I always appreciated that. I always felt like he wanted to be with me. And I never felt like that was a burden for him or he was doing, you know, taking extraordinary measures, I always felt like that's where he wanted to be. Um, awesome. And that's nice as a Christian. That's a nice thing to, to think, you know, or to feel about yourself. So I appreciate that. And I love you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs>